This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. I am so glad you're here. This episode is about grief. And while grief is one of those things that we don't want to think about and often try to hide from, the truth is that at some time in our lives, we will all deal with grief in some form or another. And working through our grief while running a business can be an extra hard hill to climb, which is why I think this is an extra important conversation to have. My guest today is Jessica Burrell, a leadership and transformational business coach and facilitator and CEO of Amplify Your Vision Agency. Visionary coaches and community leaders hire Jessica and her team to help them feel more on fire in their business. I greatly appreciated Jessica's vulnerability in sharing her own story of how she navigated grief last year when her mother was diagnosed and ultimately passed away from cancer. So let's go ask Jessica how she kept business going while grieving. Hey, Jessica, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks, Sasha. I'm excited to be here and talk about this with you today. Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. And so I'd love for you to share, first of all, um, part of your story and why we are talking about the topic of grieving while being a business owner. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Jessica Burrell. I am a an agency owner. Uh, my agency is called Amplify Your Vision. And we work with coaches who are growing their businesses. Just super simplified basic there. <laughs> and it was really interesting. Last March, my mom was diagnosed with stage four terminal cancer. And at the time I was business coaching. I had just left corporate after 20 years. I was on my own, finally living the dream and doing my business. And uh, what I really realized quickly was how can I be the person, like the face of my business, the executor of all the things in my business and navigating a terminal cancer diagnosis with my mom and realizing in that moment, while I love my clients, I love my business. I really wanted to be with my mom and helping my dad support her. So I quickly shifted a lot in my business, maybe not quickly, <laughs> so that I kind of put pause on any new clients. I just was in maintenance mode. And I really had an aha of how can I serve the way I want to serve and support people the way I want to do it, but also in a way that I can maximize my time given what I was up against. Mm-hmm. With, with that diagnosis. Gosh, I feel like I don't know that I answered your question. And <laughs> no, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a perfect answer. Thank you for that. I would love to know, like, what are, as you were trying to basically shift and figure out, you know, how do you 
continue your business, but while also supporting your mom and also your dad, what were some of the things coming up for you? Because I know that for me, one of the things would be like, crap, I still need to make money Mm -hmm. like and pay bills. Like, was that a thought for you? What was coming up for you? Like, it was an interesting thought. Yes. And also I have this fundamental belief things will work themselves out. That's actually something my mom would say all Mm -hmm. growing up. And so I'm like, I knew things would come together. I had that faith, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, like I got to keep to be, well, I'm always honest. So to be honest, (laughs) I, I was more concerned. I was letting other people down, Mm -hmm. like my Mm -hmm. current clients. That was actually the bigger thing going like, how do I serve them in a way that I committed to? I'm very much, I'm a person of integrity. I like to be my word. And when I told them I would support them a certain way, even though they're highly understanding, I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I was still following through. And really what happened was uh, I had a couple conversations with one of my business besties. And I'm, I said, I think I want to transition to an agency model mm-hmm. so that I can support clients on a strategy and mindset, which is my jam. I love and, you know, get them into execution because I see that as a stopping point for people. I, that's mm-hmm. a real thing where they're like the doing of the thing. Right. And I said to her, I think, I don't know why, but I, I want to transition to an agency model. And I don't know if I've ever told you this, but literally within a day, an ad for you popped up on my, oh my gosh, for real. <laughs> yeah. And I went to like a master uh, roadmap replace yourself, yourself from yeah, yeah <laughs> that one <laughs> and I went into it my girlfriend said you're you're gonna hire Tasha aren't you I'm like that's why I'm probably <laughs> like probably <laughs> so all of this to say what I started I you know I'm in the middle so my mom was diagnosed in March I found you in June mm-hmm. and in June we really we got the more devastating news that it was more imminent when we, her first diagnosis of terminal cancer was, you know, probably 12 to 18 months roughly. And by June that same year. So like three months later, um, they were saying, well, probably about three months. So it had, and then right in June, and I found you and I'm like, yep, I'm transitioning to an agency. And it was all in the same month where my mom passed in July. Ooh, see, I still, because it makes it real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, even though it's almost, you know, it'll be a year in July, it's it's middle of June right now, but, and it's like, I made that decision in my business that same month. And sometimes I go, how did I even have the capacity to make a decision, like a fundamental transition, Mm -hmm. major business decision in that same month? And I think I just allowed my intuition to just take over because there was no rational, there wasn't a ton of rationalizing. And this is how I explain it. And this helps me and for anyone listening and just for clarity, like this is like, I'm, I'm losing my parent grief. You know, she was 63. Grief is grief. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it is, you know, a lot of people faced a lot of grief during COVID because it was the grief is the thought of things in the future to come that aren't coming. Mm. Like that's my, you know, I know Brene Brown talked about it in like early on in COVID with a podcast episode is like, we're grieving so many things. It's not just the loss of a person. And in my case, a loved one, a close loved one, it was like all of this loss we've been feeling as a collective. Mm -hmm. 
And so how I work, uh, how I mental or like rationalize it, I think of it like bandwidth on my, you know, like on your phone. Like I have traditionally been a person that has had a tremendous amount of bandwidth. I get a lot done. I was working corporate. I was working a job. I have three kids, like all da, 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 da. And I would just, I was effective and efficient. And my bandwidth was at a certain degree. And when my mom was diagnosed, my bandwidth itself shrunk. Mm. And when she passed and I was transitioning my business, my bandwidth, who really shrunk. And then it just became how much space things took up, much like your phone, like the, yeah. <laughs> you know, the apps <laughs> on your phone and the, the things that are running in the, like the, what's running in your mind, these actual things, you know, I would know I was done at the end of the day. I was like, okay, my, like I've reached my maximum bandwidth and mm-hmm. it's time to really recharge. Yeah. You know, in that transition, like all of those things were happening. Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned like the different kinds of grief, because, Mm -hmm. um, as I've shared with you and and you know, this, I had a major transition recently with my team and it was one that I was not expecting. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was one that had a lot of feelings come up and I'm a person that enjoys doing, I don't enjoy feeling. (laughs) Same. Same. Yes. We're very similar in a lot of ways. Yes. And so at first I kind of just like pushed through it because I was like, team members still got to get paid. I still got to pay my bills, like students still got to get, you know, served and everything and supported Mm -hmm. and kept pushing and pushing. And I had that same feeling and experience as you just described of like Mm -hmm. my bandwidth, just being like, I would have literally like two hours of like good work time. And then I could not will my body, mind, Mm. spirit, soul to do anything more. Mm -hmm. And finally, I just had to be really honest with my team in that and be like, listen, y'all, Like, this is where I'm at right now. And I'm working through it. And I hired a therapist to help me through Mm -hmm. the grieving process. But at the same time, I was just like, if you ask me for 10 things, I may get one of those done, but like, I cannot get the 10 done right now. So I think it was for me, a matter of being really honest with my team Mm -hmm. and myself finally, and being like, this is how I can show up right now. And I literally cannot do more. Mm. I mean, that. Yeah. And the other piece of that, that played in for me is actually giving myself permission to make that all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As, as a driver, as a doer, as a, you know, type a personality and as the person, as the reacher outer, I am the reacher outer for people. Like I am the connector and I'm the supporter. So I got to be supported. I got to be the connected. I got to be the person that people reached out to. I mean, or not, because that happened, mm-hmm. that just truthfully happened too. people right. stopped reaching out. And it was just an interesting time to navigate all of those feelings. And I had these moments, I don't know if this happens to you, where I'm like, you know what, if I just work, I just need <laughs> to take, <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> uh-huh. I just need to take my mind off of this. So I'm going to just dive into my work. So I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not benign. I, I did. Those were some old tools I had that I pulled out of my toolbox and, um, they're band-aids. They were like mm-hmm. those momentary little things that I'm like, Oh, I feel better when I'm working. Cause I'm not thinking, cause I'm not yeah. what, like, to your point, I'm not feeling. Yes. And I'm trying to, th- I, this is a little bit of a diversion, but not. And I wish I could remember there's two coaches I talked to a couple years ago. I used to have a podcast myself and mm-hmm. 
one of them, and I can't remember who, so I'm not going to say who, and I wish I could, because I would love to quote them, but they said, they have this term, so spoil like, it's not a, it's not naughty, so just bear with me for okay. one sec, <laughs> but they, they would call it emotional porn, mm. and so it was like this state that I'm like, I knew I had some feelings, I knew I had some emotion that I, that I needed to deal with, so you would, you intentionally watch that sad movie to create those emotions. You intentionally listen to that song, mm-hmm. you know, is going to make you just completely lose instead of avoiding that song. I, right. <laughs> yeah. I have moments. I avoid the movie. I, am a, I avoid the song and instead going like, I'm going to go fully into it and just allow, give myself permission to feel my feelings, allow whatever comes up, come up. and all quote unquote stages of grief. Mm-hmm. I avoid the anger piece because I'm like, I, immediately my brain goes, but there's nothing we could have done. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. We're here. I can't change the past. I'm just angry about it <laughs> Yeah, because of the way it happened. Um, and you know, cause she had colon cancer and then it, it spread and then that's how it became stage four. And, you know, she had a colonoscopy scheduled the beginning of COVID that got was supposed to be rescheduled. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, I'll feel it coming up and I'm like, oh, there's some anger. Yeah. And so I gotta like process it. Those were just a couple thoughts that I had about that. Yeah. And I think the learning lesson in that is that if we don't process the grief, like we think we're we'll bypass it somehow. Mm -hmm. And it just comes up normally in the most inopportune times and ways Mm -hmm. if we don't find a space to actually deal with it. And we, if we don't notice when it's coming up and allow it to happen. Yeah. I just saw a post the other day and it's like, what if we honor our grief and our sadness, the way we honor our joy and our pleasure? Mm -hmm. Because because it's so uncomfortable. And so nobody, nobody wants to deal with uncomfortable feelings. Like it's the same way when, you know, when somebody says like, how are you? They're expecting, Oh, I'm great. How are you? (laughs) They're not expecting like, Oh, I'm doing, you know, I'm having a really hard day, mm. like, because it's uncomfortable. It's the uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, there's, I forget which book Renee Brown talks about it and it could have been just one of her audio books that are only on audible, but she says like the best, the thing is to show up for people mm. because that was another experience that I had was I had half my people showing up. I don't know how to support you, but I'm here or just mm-hmm. supporting me like with surprises and, And then I had people that kind of ghosted me and would talk to other friends and say, I don't know what to say to her. And it's like, you know, just something like, Mm. um, I think option B is the name of the book. A lot of people were saying like, um, by Sheryl Sandberg was, she Mm -hmm. co-wrote it and it was really like, you know, yes, we get to be mindful of what we're saying. But for me, I was like, say something. Mm -hmm. I would always rather like, don't ghost me. Don't avoid me because ultimately you're choosing your comfort over, over being there for me. Yeah. That's such a good note for anybody who is supporting somebody through their Mm -hmm. grief, you know, team members, clients, anybody, family members, or anybody that sometimes we don't know what to say. And I think it's okay to be like, I don't know what to say, but I am here. Yeah like anticipate needs to a degree mm-hmm. if you can. And if you can't, then just be transparent. I would, that was always much more appreciated, at least for me and my mm-hmm. experience. I was like, just knowing I could count on people 
just meant, meant a lot. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Was there any other ways that you, so I heard you say that you gave yourself permission, you know, to, to just allow and to give yourself the space and not be at the full capacity that you normally are. Was there anything else that you did for yourself to support yourself as you were grieving? Yeah. So just leaning into family. So my, when my mom was sick, we started, like we would get together, you know, a little more than just like special occasions. But when, when she got sick, it was every Sunday was family day. My whole family lives to within five minutes walking and I live, I live 45 minutes away. So it's like, (laughs) anyway, so every Sunday we get together and you know, that commitment and just being with each other and we have a group chat so we could say like what was coming up for us and Mm. just having that shared experience with my family worked. Mm -hmm. And also I have uh, two really amazing friends of mine who both have lost their moms. And that really made all the difference in the world too, because, you know, we all lost them a little bit differently, but all pretty, very kind of similar actually Mm -hmm. as well. So just knowing they were there and then leaning on them. I think that's the other thing. It's like, uh, I, my non-feeling self, I don't, I don't want to cry. I want to avoid it. I don't want to deal with it. And I know my higher self knows like it's time to lean in and really be in that space and like, let it, let it move through me. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Anything else before we go, any other advice that you would give, especially business owners who are navigating grief? I think you said it. It's like being really honest with ourselves mm-hmm. because we could pretend not to know that it's affecting us. That was another thing. Like I was making the really strangest mistakes mm. too. And then I was like, then I was, it was made things worse, you know, because then I felt bad about it. And then I would, you know, talk to my clients and be like, I have no idea how this happened. So well, I knew how it happened. So I would just like get really present and, and actually carve out time. If you're noticing, just be really mindful of where you're at. If you're noticing, like you're diving into your work, like that's a really good clue that you're in avoidance, like mm-hmm. busying yourself to no end. You're in avoidance and get support for sure. Like you, like you said, you got a therapist. I have mm-hmm. friends who are coaches that I really leaned into at that time. I still am leaning into. And I think the biggest thing is it's a process and the process actually doesn't ever end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we want it to be like, when is it, when am I going to get through this? Well, you're never like, yeah. that's my experience. And the people who've like my, one of my best friends lost her mom, like over 10, 15 years ago. And she's like, I'm like, when does it ever get better? And she's like, do you want me to tell you the truth? You want the truth? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so. that it's the waves of it, you know, yes. like you said it really well in the very beginning. It's the, those things that you expected the person or people mm-hmm. to be a part of, you know, that you have to now let go of like what you thought the future was going to look like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, I always explain it in waves. Like it is in waves and sometimes mm-hmm. the wave it's a tsunami. Yeah. 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 And then just letting that be okay and going, okay, so the tsunami is coming like it's today. And today, of course it's here and I have a full day, you know, those are the days that, (laughs) you know, so I'll always see what I can shift in my day because Mm -hmm. I'm sometimes I will still do a couple of things or sometimes it's like, yeah, 
I'm taking the table and just wiping it clear and being okay with that. Like mm-hmm. your, my business isn't going to crumble just because I feel like I am crumbling just yeah. because I feel like, Oh my God, what if I start crying and I never stop crying and I'll be on <laughs> calls with people crying for like a yeah. month, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It didn't happen, but it's just, it's about like, as like start like heart-centered entrepreneurs, it's coming to ourselves and saying like, what would I, you know, a lot of coach, like how would I coach my best friend? How would I coach my client? And like taking our own best advice. Yeah. Cause that's so hard to do. Like to Mm -hmm. take, like, yes, I do that pretty often where I'll be on a coaching call with like you or somebody else from Thrive Mind. And I'm like, damn, that's really good advice. I should take Jessica, I so appreciate you being here and sharing your story. Thank you so much. Can you tell us where we can find you? Yeah, thanks, Tasha. Um, so my website is amplifyyourvision.com. And I mostly hang out on Instagram, like social media, you know. And it's <laughs> Jessica underscore Burrell underscore. Okay. Yeah. We'll have all that in the show notes. Thank yes. you so much. Thanks, Tasha. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Quick reminder to go register like right now for the Replace Yourself Roadmap Retreat. Registration is open and I want you to be there. To register, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. 